Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Well, okay, Mary Ellen, we will depend it. And we will depend <laughs> on it. <laughs> and we'll depend on it. <laughs> She's laughing. Welcome back. Live from Sherwood Forest. Hour two begins now with the Von Hessler Doctrine. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's Autumn Fisher. That's Jared Yamamoto. That's English Nick right there. And uh, it is time. Although I'm not, I don't know, it sounded like I was just boy, one hour. Uh, oh, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. Let's break for lunch. One whole hour I've been doing radio. <laughs> well, yeah, but hey, you know what? I'm contracted to do another hour, mm-hmm. and I'm persistent. I'm going <laughs> to stick to it. So it's now time for. <laughs> it is now time for. Outrage Corner. That's outrageous. With English Nick. There he is. English Nick. What is outraging the uh, the globe? Outrage number one. The DeKalb County School District is outraged over this teacher, Quentin Wright, who allowed pupils to have sex in a storage closet. Yeah, I can't understand the outrage here. He's 25. <laughs> he's practically a kid himself. So he's a teacher. Was he a gym teacher He's or a basketball coach and math and science teacher. And what was Denny Hastert? Wrestling coach. I'm not, oh. I'm not putting things. No, this is totally different. Take PE out of schools. Yeah, because kids are too healthy. Yeah. Ugh. It just gets even deeper. He admitted to it, and he said that he gave a condom or a condom. Condom. Yeah. Condom. Condom. The way you guys say it mm-hmm. to one student. Banana. Head of a sexual encounter. So he would set things up as like a storage closet, and like kids, like he was like the the hotel guy. Like they would book the room. <laughs> I want the room from one to. It's a kid. What's he need? One to one oh five. I don't even. I want. I need the room. I need the room from one to one thirty or whatever. In, well, in one instance, two students were holed up in the storage closet for more than ninety minutes wow. while Wright was in the classroom. So he knew all this is going on, yeah. and he allows it to go on. And yeah, I think that you hit on something that's very important because we hear these stories an awful lot. Yeah, and. He, Teachers should be ancient. <laughs> you know, you, we, these yes. stories all the time. It's usually like the, the female teacher who's uh, hooking up with some high school students. And you look at them, and they're like 28, and they're hot or whatever. This guy's 25. He's barely out of being a kid himself, apparently. Mm. When I was growing up, when I... In my day. In my day. When I was a young man in America, our teachers were ancient. I mean, you, you never even had any kind of thought that you could either be with that person or arrange some sort of sexual tryst with their help. It never occurred to you at all. And I really think, I mean, obviously most teachers don't do this and a lot of teachers are young, but I, I don't know that I trust the 24-year-old teacher teaching high school anything. The young, good-looking ones should all be pushed back to like elementary school before kids are going through puberty. Right. So it's and, just like, my jerk teacher doesn't like me. Yeah. So then, then by the time, like if you're a really hot 24-year-old, <laughs> yeah. you, you should be in front of kindergartners. Right. Yeah. And then once, once, you get, once you get the first wart on your face, <laughs> then you're allowed to go and right. be the teacher at the high school level, I think. Wait. Although, I, this is also interesting to me, is they call it the, the tribunal. Mm-hmm. A DeKalb County Schools Tribunal? Come before the tribunal. The tribunal. I think of like, ooh, yay. Oh. oh. Like that Bee Gees song. DeMarco, can you look in the system and see if there's a there's a song called Every Christian Hearted Lion, 
every. Uh, that's not going to be in there. You know, it was a hit. It has a stupid name. That was it. Every Christian lion-hearted man will tell you. Every Christian lion-hearted man. See if it's in it. but anyways, from the Bee Gees? It's from the Bee Gees. Ooh, Back when the Bee Gees were good. People don't know there was a period of time yeah. in the 60s, before like 1972 or 73, from the time they started, they had just awesome uh-huh. Beatlesque, you know, kind of songs. They were a little schmaltzy. It was still Barry Gibb, you know, after all. But I mean, they were cool sounding. So it's probably not in there, but it has this sort of like, ooh, yeah, ooh, it sounds. Oh, he's found it. Yeah. Come before the DeKalb <laughs> County Schools Tribunal. You will be stripped of your job as a teacher. Turn up. Those are like throat singers, right? Yes. Yeah, chanting, isn't it? Yeah. Mr. Quentin Wright, present yourself. Are you sure this isn't from Spinal Tap? <laughs> <laughs> I think it may have been taken. Stonehenge is going to float down. Let's a pop song right here. You never heard the song? No, no. Never. Turn it up, DeMarco. Oh, I love it. It's like Beatles song. Totally. Yeah. Now I gotta go through the chorus. There you go. Every Christian. I love how we go from students having sex to this. So you've learned something. Okay, pull it down. Great music for tribunals. Yeah. Your next tribunal, you should have this. Just at the beginning. What the guy was doing is disgusting. I mean, you know, but, you know, don't don't let 25-year-olds teach your children anything. Do you remember when you were 25 years old? Would you have taught any... Would, look at Jerry Yamamoto. He's 26. He doesn't even know how to shake a girl's hand. Yeah. Give me the Gross. next outrage, please. <laughs> well, Kylie Jenner is outraged. Who's over, that? She's she one a of them. or a woman? <laughs> well, from this picture, I'm not really sure because she's wearing sunglasses that are so huge you can't see her face. No, they're all hot, um, right? This is part of the Kardashian she's, clan. She's the one who had that thing where she was making people plump up their lips Yes, a few weeks ago. So back. this is Bruce Jenner. She's the product of Kris Jenner and Bruce Jenner, right. not mm-hmm. from the Kardashians before. Right. And just like all of them she's really super hot and she's outraged over chemtrails remember those things (laughs) chemtrails oh my gosh (laughs) you mean like the art bell chemtrails like the the chemtrails that are supposedly for mind control no the ones that the planes leave in the sky no they believe that's for mind control really yeah Mm -hmm. they believe so the keeping uh humans docile Uh. yeah you see a plane and then you see that the 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 I think contrail would be the actual name for right. it, mm-hmm. which is condensation trail, I believe. So then that got changed to chemtrail because some conspiracy theorist, you know how I love them. Mm-hmm. Have I ever told you that there's not one single conspiracy theory I've ever heard that I've ever believed ever about you've, anything? You've told me that, yeah. One guy, so fun. one guy killed John F. Kennedy. I, believe, I never believed one conspiracy theory I ever heard. So this is the weirdest one of the strangest. So some conspiracy theory started, and this is like so 1998, I feel mm-hmm, like. It's, mm-hmm. not even, it's not even about today so much. But the idea is that uh, they believe that if it was truly just uh, water vapor, it would, it would va- evaporate much quicker and not hang there in the air like you see those. And so they believe that chemicals are put in there uh, for a lot of different ideas they have, solar radiation management, psychological manipulation, human population control, weather modification. So... Is it Kylie Jenner? I get these. Kylie. 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 Uh, so you. The smart one. The smart one. The one who's into political causes. <laughs> she, like yeah. chemtrails. She's outraged. <laughs> so uh, what is it? What is it that bothers you about these chemtrails? So like the. It's just like weird. Like I saw seventy-five in the sky today in like fifteen minutes. Yeah. 
I saw that you thought maybe it's connected to the loss of honeybees. Yeah, it's like, why are all the honeybees dying? And the other day, I was trying to open my soda, and it like exploded everywhere. And I was like, why are these chemtrails doing? Did you shake your soda before you? Well, I mean, I dropped it first, but whatever. I'm talking about the chemtrail. I don't know why you're focused on that. It reminds me, you know, it's it's a it's she's in the spotlight, and and this is more ridiculous than usual. But when I was 17, the first time you decide to get political, like she's probably thinking, you know, people just know me as this. You know, ditzy. You know, whatever. Um, I'm a writer. I wrote a science fiction book I, with my sister. Do you know this is true? It is true. No, <laughs> those two wrote a science fiction book. What was it about? Uh, um, science fiction. You think? Hold on. Let me text my ghostwriter. Hold on. <laughs> Don't send in the text with empowerment in there, whatever it is. <laughs> so when you're out. when you're uh, you know when you're 17, you sort of make you get this idea that I need to be political. Like I gotta be about something, and you just pick the first thing that goes by, and you're not smart enough yet to understand that you have to be able to back up your argument she wrote like, at the end of this am i the only one who sees this <laughs> <laughs> and she puts a connection she does to the honeybees yeah so like there's another story going on and and when you're 17 <laughs> you really believe that you're getting ideas that no one's ever thought of before so she's heard the thing about chemtrails and she heard the thing about honeybees and she doesn't <laughs> understand how scientific you know things work like you know actually having to back up your theories oh there's one and there's one they gotta be connected join the dots there Mm -hmm. Kylie does this have anything to do with why the honeybees are dying off really fast why are some days normal with no planes spraying and others look like this who is responsible (laughs) who thought this was a good idea (laughs) and why is it a bad idea um because it's like there's it's got chemicals no GMOs which which chemicals (laughs) Um, <laughs> like those, all those bad ones. Uh huh. Like, well, yeah. I could you just name one. Well, you know when they put fluoride in the water. Yeah. That's like the same thing that they're like doing. So we'd all be dead now because fluoride's been in the water for quite some time. Or it's like they're trying to make us like um not question stuff. Mm-hmm. Like the government. Like what? what? What about the government? Would you like to question? Um, like why Barack Obama is interested in my texting? It's like not cool. I don't think I, I think I know why that is. But by the way, that was just a little preview of a new show. Eric debates the Kardashians. This is going to be something that I do uh, uh, once a week, and I'll just be debating Kardashian points of view. I'm not a available. Whole, a whole portion of the podcast should be that. <laughs> I'm not available Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, or Thursdays why? for my um, cosmetic uh, enhancements on my face. You're 17. Right, but my lips like get really deflated now because I plump them. But you're 17, and you, sh- you should be fine with yourself Listen, at it's, 17. Listen, I, I wish that you would stop lip-shaming me right now because this is my choice, and it makes me have a higher um, opinion of Don't myself and like my body. That's the first time you've ever been lip-shamed. Do not turn this into a house of lies, Miss Jenner. So it's, it's interesting that uh, chemtrails are the thing that you d- jumped on because yeah. you're not afraid of putting chemicals in your lips. Oh, you those are like natural. You don't want them in the sky. My doctor said that they are natural chemicals okay. so they they come, that like exist. They come from cows, don't they? Uh, they come from like a doctor. So uh, wherever the doctor gets them is not, probably cool. The doctor's natural. Yeah, he's, he's a natural, natural doctor. Planes aren't natural. No, we're not so, like, <laughs> supposed to be up there. It's stupid. Also, people don't think about the chemtrail thing. It wouldn't fall on top of where it is. They'd have to work it out to where like, it would fall a thousand miles away. Well, whatever. It makes no sense. My Look. driver's here, so I have to go. Okay, thank you for your Bye. input. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you. I think we have one or two more outrages when we return. The Von Hessler Doctrine on News 95.5 and AM 7.50. WSB. Oh, welcome back. 
Channel 2's Brad Nitz saying high of 84 degrees today, a 7 on the Mellish meter. That weather is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. English Nick is here. Also, Autumn Fisher, Jared Yamamoto. Welcome to everybody. English Nick has uh, one or two more outrages for me. Here we go to Holland, a Danish radio station. I'm outraged. <laughs> Holland. There's just something about Holland yeah. that outrages me. <laughs> Outrage in Holland. Actually, worldwide, this Danish radio station clubbed a rabbit to death live on the air to stimulate a debate. Uh, well, first of all, was the debate stimulated? I, I believe the rabbit wasn't. No. <laughs> How did they kill this? First of all, what debate did they want to stimulate? I think basically, look, you eat meat, but you're not willing to, to kill. Right. You know, And then uh, maybe you judge people who do, do kill, but you do. All right. I sort, but of, you know what? I sort of get that. And I'm like that. I've, I've told you, I'm guilty of that. I want my steak. I don't want to. I can't stand walking into like a butcher shop. I haven't done it in years. But there's like a dead pig sure. hanging from the ceiling. I, I don't want to see that kind of stuff. I know what happens. But I want it to be clean, uh, some nice fluorescent lighting, uh, plastic wrappers, and I take my steak home. And they, I don't even think about it ever walking around. They I'm, used I'm, a bicycle pump. In, whoa. To kill this what? rabbit. A bicycle pump. They basically bashed whoa. a nine-week-old rabbit over the head. His name was Alan. They named it no. before they did it. Well, because that's the further debate. Yeah. Give it some sort of personality. You told me off, off air there was a there was an animal rights person there. They invited the her in to, to you know join in the debate, and then when she realized what they were going to do, she chased. This DJ was called Asker Jewel. He's called Asker Jewel. Oh, he's good. She chased <laughs> <laughs> the lady. Chased him around the studio trying to save the rabbit. And then they just said no, and, they, no, and then they, they just beat the rabbit over the head with a bicycle. And pump. then he took it home and skinned it and fed his family with it. Now to. Uh, to stimulate a debate about that, okay, I kind of get that, right? right? To say you are killing an actual living being every time you eat, but to smash it, like bludgeon it to death with a bicycle bump, <laughs> and you don't, in the in the shop or wherever they're being killed in real life, they're you know, they're being like it may be that there's killed, something it may be that there's something in the culture that we don't understand, but here's something that we can understand that we know <laughs> from our own back, personal experience, and all this tells us is that uh, radio stunts are stupid all over the world. <laughs> That's a universal thing, that morning show shock jock radio stunts are stupid all over the world. As a matter of fact, some of my best friends are radio people, but uh, all radio people are stupid. We know this. I, a long time ago, after when the first show was on a little show, I was on a little show before oh, this, beforehand, for a I number of years. Mm -hmm. I, neither do I, but we, I was on it. Uh -huh. And we were at some radio awards ceremony. A long time ago. First of all, that's got to make you laugh right there. Awards are going to be given <laughs> to radio people. So this is the this is the award you get for not being good enough for TV or not being the rock star you always wanted to be. Well, you kind of landed in radio, and we'll judge you against your peers and give rewards awards. So I went up there, and before we gave an award away, uh, I basically said something to the effect of, because the place was just full of every radio personality in Atlanta. Everybody, yeah. yeah it was every, every conversation. Right every person in radio that was in the Atlanta metro was in this room. And I said, if you dropped a bomb in here right now, humanity would have a second chance. And it didn't go over very well, and I've never quite understood that. But I think that this rabbit story yeah. kind of it shows that yeah. it's dumb. You want to stimulate a debate? Hey, I got an idea. It's radio. You could say you killed it. When you really didn't. When you really didn't. So, so whoever yeah, was... Someone could make a shrieking noise and yeah. pretend it's a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, they have, they have, so they have dead rabbits on tape you can put out there. Sure. But whoever was bashing this poor thing with oh, a bicycle Lord. pump was enjoying it. Some intern. Right. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> No, it was. It was. Hey, let's get fat nasty in here. It was Asker Jewel. Fat nasty will do it. <laughs> when? 
<laughs> a lot of stuff's been going on in sports that I want to speak about. My friend Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports is going to come up next, and we'll, uh, we'll bat some things about, maybe the Hawks and whatnot, when we return. Everyone has an opinion, but he's got the Von Hessler Doctrine. Eric Von Hessler on WSB. Welcome back. I'm Eric Von Hessler. That's Autumn Fisher. That's Jared Yamamoto. That's English Nick. Mm -hmm. Left to right on your radio dial. It is Sunday, which means the Von Hessler Doctrine, but it also means it's time to go out and get your Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution. This week we'll get a look at why it is so hard for local governments to solve problems like traffic and other big issues. I have my ideas, but, you know, <laughs> I'm doing that here. For more ideas, you have to get to Sunday AJC. Plus, you'll get clip, You'll be able to clip and save up to $360 Ooh. in coupons. Another reason, as if you need any more, to run out and get your Sunday AJC. Well, you know, usually at this time we get stories from Studio B1 with uh, misanthrope friend Greg Russ, <clears throat> but I fired him. Because uh, he was annoyed. No, he's busy this week and uh, is not able to do it. So um, we haven't talked sports in quite some time. A lot's going on. My buddy Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports is with us. Jay, how are you? I'm doing well. Should I uh, should I be angry at everyone and everything in order to, to keep the Greg uh, vibe going? Now, yeah, we don't need misanthrope sports people as well. I think one misanthrope. <laughs> Uh, per show is good enough. I like Jay Busby and his sunny disposition. <laughs> I enjoy it very much. So, very before we get on to a few other stories, uh, wrap up the Hawks season where you think they are right now after being swept by the Cleveland Cavaliers. I would imagine that right now they're probably uh, at a golf course, relaxing <laughs> and uh, enjoying a hard-earned season. But in terms of where they are uh, as a franchise, it's, they're in great shape. I mean, they've got some concern about contracts with Paul Millsap and Damari Carroll. Uh, they've got to worry about Al Horford down the line, not, not immediately with a contract. But I think what they proved is that their system can work. You know, they're, they're no superstar. Mm -hmm. uh, pass the ball to everyone's system can work. And what they, what they can do now is figure out whether they can get that one more piece, that one more go-to guy that will take them to the next level. But I don't think you can call this, this season a failure by any stretch. No, I, I tell people, I think people who are upset about the season are just very silly. Nobody expected anything. They got further along than they ever have before. It's a great team. But they do need a superstar. I believe they do. Are there any on the horizon? Is there any free agency out there that's of interest? Or is this kind of a bad year we're going into going into next year? It's not only a bad year, it's, it's a question of how much money they would have. It's going to be a couple of years before they have a whole lot of money available to offer one of these max contracts. Mm -hmm. That's going to be the issue for them. And, and obviously to do that, you've got to either pay your existing guys less or you've got to cut loose some of the talent that you have right now. So you know, it's, it's the basketball has set it up so that it is kind of like a finely tuned puzzle. You can't necessarily uh, make one move, one big move, without it having affect others down the line. And so... That's what the Hawks are going to be dealing with now. It's it's a nice problem to have rather than playing from behind as they have for the last oh fifty years or so. Yeah, and will uh, will Danny Ferry be allowed back in the building anytime? Like next year? Is he going to? Is this is this over or does it carry on into next year? I don't know. I don't know what the story is on that, but uh, you know everything. The best possible thing for his chances of reinstatement happened in that in that they, they, they all of the moves that he made to get them to this point, regardless of what he may have said about players along the way seem to work out well and so and the players seem to like him 
the yeah, players seem to like them of all races. So, uh, well, okay. So you know what? I, I tend to think now. I, I love the Atlanta Hawks. I love this team. I believe while you were here, I said my 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 fear was going to be in the third round. I was proven correct. I don't like to. Yes. I don't like to. You know, pat myself on the back too much. But <laughs> sure, sure, sure. You know, I used to be on five days a week. I pat myself on the back a little bit. You know. <laughs> uh, so, but I, with that, my love for the Hawks being stated, I believe the two best teams have made it through. Uh, I think it's going to be a good finals. Uh, what do you feel about Steph Curry's daughter? This is now, I mean, Golden State, but they haven't even started yet. This is another thing about the NBA. Uh, the season goes on forever. They don't even start right. these games until Thursday. <laughs> and yeah. the, the both teams, I mean, when did, when did we lose? I mean, it's been over for three or four days now. So yeah, I'm fairly certain that the, that the next season will be starting before this one is actually over. So we've got that yeah. forward. <laughs> they overlap, which maybe is a good way to sell tickets. I don't know. <laughs> so uh, I think it's going to be a, a pretty excellent series. Uh, I, don't, I don't know who to call as to win. If, I'd, if you put a gun to my head, I'd say Golden State. But you never know with someone le- like LeBron. So... Steph Curry has been bringing his. How old is his daughter? What is she? Two years old? Three years oh, old? She's two years old, right? And Steph, which I, it's very nice. She's a lovely, lovely daughter, and he's been bringing her to uh, the post-game press conferences, and she's just been stealing the show. I, I want to be a little bit unprofessional here because I didn't um, see if you can hear this. I have a little bit of sound. Uh, we're, we're both supposed to. Uh, you know, That's too loud, Dad. I know. Hold on. Oh. Be quiet. <laughs> So she's been making people laugh, and and it's even, and then it's gone even further than that. Like in in other press conferences, she gets up, she walks around, she gets caught up inside of the uh, curtains, and so uh, there's a debate now as to obviously she's cute and she's wonderful, but is it appropriate for him to keep bringing this uh, young girl, two years old, to every uh, every press conference? Yeah, I, I my initial reaction was stop being such a clown about having this baby there. Just enjoy the baby because there were a few uh, prof- few uh, reporters who were like, hey, it's, it's, "We're on deadline. We've got to get our work done. We've got to get our quotes." Blah blah blah. And you know, it's it's ridiculous when they make that kind of assertion because press conferences historically have zero of value. I mean, it's very very <laughs> rare that you can get anything good out of a press conference uh, that's, that's in front of of a couple dozen reporters. You know, he might be pushing it a little bit, continuing to bring her to every single one, especially if she's running around. Uh, you know, it's, we, we all have been at the restaurant where there's been that one kid that, yeah. oh, my gosh, that kid's precious. But, you know, hey, they're, they're climbing under my table now. So I can understand there might be a point. But honestly, I, I fail to see the huge issue of this, at least early on. Well, he can't, you know, I, he can't stop now. Because it would be like he's giving, he's got to do it now. Mm-hmm. I, I think, so it's, another thing is, isn't it like midnight West Coast time <laughs> that this is happening? So, I mean, the kid is not, is going to be, you know, somewhat punch drunk if they're going to be around. I, it, the honest truth, I have to be honest here, you're never supposed to take the middle. This is what I learned a long time ago on radio. Ne- never, never take the middle. But I find him bringing his daughter both annoying and adorable at the same time. <laughs> and I think the fear, I think the fear is that now everyone will start doing it. And it will it will become this thing where it's a wild distraction, and then the NBA will have to lay down some kind of law about it. But uh, I do think, and I don't know, I've had this thought, and, I'm, and then I've wondered myself, is, is that condescending? I don't know. But I think that the kind of uh, reputation that athletes have, you know, and Adrian Peterson beating up his son and all, and all that stuff, <clears throat> Ray Rice with his wife, 
I think that it is good for sports in general to see a guy who's a top athlete, the top of his game, he was the MVP, being a father who is kind of ruled by his two-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. like like all fathers are, you know. Right. And I, I so on one hand, I, I think it's good as as far as just um, you know, it's better than than putting a poster of. The Miami Heat's Birdman on your eight-year-old's wall—that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I would rather—I would rather my eight-year-old look up to the to Steph Curry, this guy who's a great athlete and obviously a great father, than you know most of the athletes today who just with all this tattooing look like pirates to me. But that's my—that's my—that's <laughs> my editorial. The big news this week in in sports was uh, what went on in, in the world of soccer. So please try to explain this to us. Yes, it turns out that FIFA. The worldwide soccer uh, uh, organization is in fact corrupt, and I yeah. had no idea about this. <laughs> uh, it, it comes as a complete shock to both me and apparently to FIFA president Sepp Blatter, who has absolutely no idea how 14 different FIFA officials could have been accused of corruption and bribery and money laundering and racketeering and so forth. Yeah, and what I find weird about this is they were in Switzerland, right? At a, right. co- at a conference where they're going to re-elect this guy who apparently is a, he's going to be president of FIFA for life. And so it's a, it's a formality. But it was the American FBI, I believe, that was the main uh, agency behind having these people arrested, although the Swiss authorities arrested them. There are so many different threads to this to, 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 you know, to figure out. You, know, you see something, FIFA, for, to just to take a, have a step back, FIFA makes the NCAA look like a clown a, a gang of bumbling clowns. Yeah. FIFA has corruption and has has deceit and graft up to absolutely astronomical levels. Now stop there for a moment and let's explore that for a second. In my mind, and I'm not an expert, it's much like the corruption that goes on with the Olympic Committee because they have the power to say yes, yes you'll get you'll you will get the next World Cup, then a lot of uh, sort of diplomats, politicians, people who want the World Cup in their region are willing to provide everything from money to prostitutes and more. That's exactly right. Yeah, In America, we're kind of shocked that maybe a quarterback might have deflated football. That's how you say hello in other countries. And, yeah. you know, with, with sacks of cash and with bribes and all of that. But America is just so completely sheltered. So, so, But what I was going to say is on one hand, you know, America gets upset about the increasing police power of uh, the government and how the government is overreaching. But then it comes to this, where our police power reaches into another country to go and chase down a supervillain, and everyone's like, "Ah, cool, yeah." (laughs) So the fourteen that were arrested, they're they're kind of in charge of sort of North and South America. Is that why? So the corruption that went on went on here, or they used our banks? There's some kind of in for the FBI. Yeah, exactly. What they're what it is is they're able to the the, the U.S. government's jurisdiction extends all the way through to U.S. banks, U.S. internet systems, U.S. phone systems. So they've they've managed to expand their jurisdiction to that degree. And and these the people that were arrested, uh, a lot of them were FIFA officials. Others were officials with uh, broadcast entities and sponsors connected to FIFA. And it all had to do, as uh, as I mentioned, with wiretapping, with racketeering, with steering tournaments to certain locations. And the U.S. said, all right. You used our you used our internet. You used our phone. That's good right. enough for us to grab you. And then we didn't get the we didn't get the World Cup that we wanted. Probably if we right. had gotten the World Cup in what did we want it? Twenty twenty two. That's right. And if we had gotten that, we probably maybe would have backed off a little bit. But I feel like maybe they got really so outrageous it couldn't be ignored anymore because they well, gave yeah. that World Cup to a country, Qatar, 
where my understanding is now they move the tournament. They've moved it into November or December, but if it had been, and it's still going to be really hot, but if it had been played when it's supposed to be played, I hear that it's something like 122 <laughs> degrees, <laughs> yes. and they still got it, which made people go, wait a minute, they didn't get this on merit. Well, yeah, there's a couple things. First of all, if Cutter got the, if, if anyone awarded the World Cup to Cutter on merit, they would be declared clinically insane. There's no <laughs> way they could have gotten this without graft. But this investigation has gone on since 1994 or so, which makes you, the 1994 right. World Cup, which makes you wonder. But the question now is, the U.S. was the, was the favorite to get the World Cup in 2026. So pretty much either the U.S. is going to get every World Cup from now on, or none ever again. There's going to be no ground. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to ask you about the Atlanta Falcons and their latest dog-killing player. There's another one. Aww. How does this keep happening to the Atlanta Falcons? More Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports when we return. Von Hessler Doctrine on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Welcome back. You have very little time and a lot to do. First, let me tell you, Channel 2's Brad Nitz is calling for a high of 84 degrees, a 7 on the Mellish meter is what you look forward to today. The weather is brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports, are you still with us, sir? I am, sir. I'm here. All right. Your technology is working. I want to get to the Falcon story, but first, before we leave FIFA in the world of soccer, English Nick had something he wanted to add, sir, and you wanted to say... Americans are just jealous of the great European and British soccer players, and that's why this has happened. Uh, there you go. That's why the FBI got involved. I, I needed to bring in the English perspective. <laughs> <laughs> a, quick, a quick question for Nick. Uh, how, did, how did England do last year the World Cup? Uh, terribly, sir. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boom! Burn in your face! <laughs> yeah, there's some great players, but when, but for great some Scott. reason, England, England just can't pull the World Cup off wait, wait, anymore. Wait, I feel like we took, we took a soccer ball, we just <laughs> threw it in, into English Nick's face, we went... FIFA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we don't have a whole lot of time. Uh, can you please explain to me who, uh, well, I know Prince Chembo is. I remember seeing him play for the Falcons. I believe he was drafted in the third or fourth or fifth round. I can't remember. But anyway, why are the Atlanta Falcons the only National Football League team that I know of that continually drafts players who kill dogs? Now, exactly <laughs> what happened? Yeah, that's not something you generally see uh, in, in a uh, scouting report on guys, but somehow the Falcons do it. Yeah, apparently... This guy was involved in a domestic conflict with his girlfriend. She had a small dog that she loved very much. This is a little teeny dog. Yeah, a very small dog, and uh, and and he just a Yorkie that he decided to uh, allegedly kick until it was dead. So there's there's no way around that. It's it's a horrible thing if in fact it happened the way that uh, it's said to have happened. And here's the thing: he says it was. He said, "I have a dog. I've never heard a dog. I I love dogs. The dog just kind of got on my nerves, and I kicked. And I thought, oh, he kicked it away. First of all, we should mention the Falcons have released this guy immediately. (laughs) They've been through the dog killing thing before. All right, the Falcons. That's the wrong team. You're not going to get a moment's uh, help on that. So, but he says, I just kicked the dog, but it turned out the dog had a fractured rib, fractured liver, abdominal hemorrhage, thoracic hemorrhage, extensive bruising, hemorrhage of the muscles. I mean, I can go on and on and on. That's from the AJC. Well, we're running out of time. Jay Busby from Yahoo Sports. Read everything that he writes. Follow him on Twitter, and you will be more enlightened. Thank you for being with us, Jay. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Sure thing, brother. Thanks to DeMarco, Mary Ellen, Autumn Fisher, Jared Yamamoto, English Nick, everyone listening. I appreciate it. Uh, and that was this episode of the Von Hessler Doctrine. You can get more of me at ericvonline.com. We do podcast. 
We'll chat with you again on the next episode of the Von Hessler Doctrine. That's next Sunday at 1 p.m. Until then, I must insist that each and every one of you just get off my lawn. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.